Simon for News on a White, and we are in P1 Wadhams in the centre of Newport, and we're with Hannah Woodford, Head of Sustainable Fashion, David Ponting, Education Director, Platform One, Sarah Chapman, Director of ERMC. We thought it'd be really interesting. If we think what is happening with this building is a really interesting thing, a thing that can transform potentially the future of Newport. So we thought it would be good to come along and have a chat. It's great that there's people here representing different parts of the business as well, people who've been behind it. So I guess how long, maybe Dave, this is something you can answer, is how long has this idea been gestating? So Platform One is 23 years old, which I always find that rather scary. (laughs) And um, actually, we've always had an aspiration to widen our curriculum offer, both at post-16 and higher education. We work really closely with the University of Chichester. Um, Predominantly, we've always been music. um, And then we had an opportunity. We met up Hannah. um, And there was an opportunity to really look at extremely forward-facing completely brand new degree program i won't tell the story that i actually only gave hannah three weeks to write the whole oh thing because she gets really upset weeks. it was actually two oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was actually two weeks yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's creative yeah. license so yeah. how long ago was that that you first met then so we met probably two years ago didn't we or even you before Peter, covid yeah and we kind of we had sort of chats and I, I've always had a vision that I wanted to create something that was about construction as well as design, but also really sort of passionate about the environment. Construction of, of garments? Garments, okay. garment construction, yeah, yeah. Um, because there's a really big sort of focus in the industry on design, especially in the UK, and we don't really think about where things are made. We just design it, and we're all about amazing creatives here, which is brilliant, but mm. we don't think about what happens to the garments once they've been designed. So, and I've always taught students that are amazing makers as well as designers. So I always had a vision that I wanted to do something um, also in its own building and not within the restraints of like a school. Um, So, yeah, I met David and Peter about two years ago, but then I suppose it was probably a year, wasn't it, of us going back and forth? Yeah, yeah, definitely a year. And then developing the degree together. In two weeks. Yeah. So <laughs> Thank con- you, the concept, the, just to say this, because it wasn't all last minute, the concept probably was about a year in the making. Um, and then the actual, the yeah, the actual, weeks. right, yeah, you've got two weeks to uh, do it. All right. Thank you, that? David, for that. <laughs> um, so that was me writing every day, sending yeah. stuff to David, looking at it, right. and, yeah, working together for two weeks quite intensely. Right. I mean, it must have been in there a long time. For it it was. So it structured. definitely was, yeah. Yeah. But it was still quite sort of... I'm not very good at last minute, but I've learned to be good at last minute working. <laughs> well, it's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it's very exciting. Um, and maybe, it's, it's maybe amazing not a word that you would have used at the time. Uh-huh. No, I certainly wasn't excited and happy when in that meeting, was yeah. I? No. <laughs> so, then, so you then form the course, and then how, how do we get to be in the building? What, what's this journey? Who's best to say about that journey towards this building? I, I think I think it's super important to kind of note the work of VRMC because without their vision, so that would be Sarah, Chris, and their team, and Sarah's here. Sarah can say mm-hmm. more. Yeah, so I I think we started talking about the prospect of this building in December twenty one, I 
think. Yeah. Where are we now? We are now no, October, October 23. 23. Yeah, okay. And so it was on the market and I've always had a vision for you know, Newport's regen as being really centre-focused. Um, and this building just gets under your skin and I kept walking past it thinking that building's too good to... To, to not do something quite fantastic with. Was it the windows? I mean, they're wonderfully large, aren't they? The fenestration, the front okay. elevation is large. That's a good word, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just think it's scale, mm-hmm. it's distinctness in the square. The fact that we've discussed that it joins both St James's Square and St Thomas's, and it's the only building in that, that can do that, join mm. two heritage squares to important historic spaces in Newport's public realm. So we started our conversation and then we I had a vision that we would um, we would we would buy the building and then develop the building for platform one and we worked in partnership, you know, in and around that and eventually we purchased the building in July twenty two. And so here we are in October 23 and, mm. you know, the courses have started running, the academic mm. year started and it's just amazing. So I, I, let me put those together, because it's inside your heads, it's all there. Course conversation started two years ago. Did you then have a conversation with Sarah and say, we need somewhere for this to go? And you'd been looking at the building anyway and you, you, you sort of thought there's something significant that can happen here. Where do those two bits fit together? It's an interesting question. I, I, I think it kind of... Everything... I do believe sometimes things are meant to be. And mm-hmm. it kind of aligned. So we were talking about the potential of developing into the, to the wider creative industries. Sarah, we, we, we knew this building was on the market. We had discussed that with Sarah. Um, and, and actually... It kind of the two things, although they were very separate, mm. kind of aligned pretty much simultaneously. Um, and I think Sarah's passion for the building, and it, it was really evident when when you first walked into this building that it had mm-hmm. this immense creative energy, um, right in the heart of Newport. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something again that Platform One that kind of regeneration of the town is super, super important. And I said earlier on, it was amazing, I sat outside the building and seeing, seeing young people walk out of this building right. with smiles so on their nice. face yeah. Yeah. into the town, yeah. you know, yeah. spending money in the town, yeah. you know, coming into what is right, right in the heart of Newport. Mm. And it's a very, very different educational space. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a phenomenal... It's, it's like working in the industry. Yeah, that, that was it's the like thing. it's the best that you can get in terms of being close to being in like a real design studio. Right. Um, we've got one of our, in fact, our technician um, did some work for Victoria Beckham, and she said the other day it's like being in Victoria Beckham's studio. So mm. that's, and I think that we really wanted it to feel <coughs> like that. Yeah, it's been and not you know not for it to feel like it's an education space, but it is actually really sort of aligned with industry and what's happening in the industry right. as well. So, so preparing them for what work will be like, yes. as well as educating them. Yeah, but also like on a on a journey as well. So really, sort of pioneering journey. It's it's kind of you know it's one of the first degrees in the of, of its kind in the UK. Oh, that's so, interesting. So in sustainable in, fashion, yeah. So it's literally there's 
probably three there's more every day there's more kind of popping up but when I last looked there's several masters in sustainable fashion but in right. terms of BA courses wow. um, very few indeed right. so we are literally one of the first mm. I, I, I think the way that Hannah designed the course is is the innovation and, and there, there are other courses that exist but nothing that the, is this pioneering okay. and, um, for the students uh, I, I remember at school everyone talking about in the real world <laughs> and, and as someone that's been, in, you know, completely dedicated to education my entire life, mm -hmm. that phrase, I, I actually thought that there was a door to the real world. <laughs> and and I, 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 because the phrase was used yeah. throughout my experience yeah. in school. Right. And I, it was a real mystery to me. And I think as what I've always wanted Platform One to be is the real world. Mm. So, and, and a lot of the time, education ticks a lot of boxes but as Hannah said the most important thing for Platform One is the journey right because then they are the new pioneers yeah. they, were, they will change the yeah. face of the music industry they will change the face of sustainable fashion mm. they will fly that flag mm. um, and actually they will be pioneers and, mm. I, and I think you have to be in this kind of space you can't do that yeah. in a traditional Definitely. classroom you right. just can't do it you know, because it feels exciting and vibrant. The, it's the building is the is one, when I first walked around this building. So when David told me about it, and it, it just did sort of kind of align because I got back in touch with you after about a year just yeah. to sort of remind him that I existed. I was like, oh, I hi. never forgot you. And then, <laughs> but then when when they showed me round, I was just like, yeah. And if if it hadn't been this building, you know, it would have been a different sort of right. consideration. But the building is the most amazing space to be in and mm. it's like you know it's it's so exciting and the students they know how lucky they are mm. um i think we all do but you know it's really it's really unique and, and amazing as well for the isle of wight mm. you know it's something that's i'm really passionate about making sure that people want to stay on the isle of wight and people want to stay here and create businesses here and not go off to the mainland necessarily unless they want that experience but actually to come back here yeah. and make it better here and you know create have talented creative people that actually want to stay on the isle of wight and make businesses here yeah. so we're kind of we're putting it on the map yeah i think and, and upscale of fashion can happen. Yeah, yeah definitely, like especially <coughs> after retail. COVID. You know, you can't. Yeah. You don't and have to be in central London anymore to right. be a designer. You can be anywhere in the world, really. Yeah. So that's that's definitely opened it up, and I think that's a plus mm -hmm. um, that we can see how you can work from home now. Yeah. I, I think the model as well, because obviously, as I said, Platform One is twenty three years old. The commercial music model for the island is. I mean, our graduates. It's just insane really what mm. you know what they've put back in and the successes that yeah. that they've had yeah and and that model i see definitely in a the degrees three years in year four we will we will have a master's qualification um yeah you know those students will for, be for the sustainable fashion yeah absolutely right. i mean we we already have to um, i'll get a week to write program. that <laughs> it won't be a week that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> I, I say it's two weeks and it will be a week. <laughs> but, but, you know, there is going to be that legacy. Mm. And, and, uh, and I think that the, the, the concept which Hannah has completely written into it is about enterprise. You know, there's, 
there's a massive element of the programme that is just about paving your way into what is you know a competitive industry but yeah. also you know being innovative and and the sustainability thing is massive to us yeah i mean it's, it's interesting that that was really important to us and certainly completely key to ermc was around the kind of net zero and making this building yeah you know that that has been a yeah. really important factor for us so you you, you and started and with a build or started with a building what steps did you then take? Well, we, you know, we started with... Well, first of all, it's important to say I'm really passionate about existing structures because if you look at embodied carbon from right. a baseline, a structure that's 200 years old has dealt with its embodied carbon fundamentally. So when and you embodied get, carbon means the carbon that is that, used that's been used to build to it in the first it. place. So when we're, we're looking at decarbonising globally... And in the UK, we've got targets around what's commonly known as net zero. And in real estate terms, um, net zero is, is around ensuring that buildings are efficient mm. and running on minimum, minimum fuel. But you've also got to remember core primary resources. So I'm a massive advocate for many reasons, cultural, technical and um, decarbonisation perspective that we reuse our existing buildings. And cultural means the, the look of the place, the feel of, of the fabric of the area. Yeah, so a, a, a building with history can inspire subliminally the users in a different way than potentially a you know, brand spanking new shiny building could. Mm-hmm. A town, this is a, Newport is a beautiful example of a Georgian town. So if you look up when you walk around Newport, you see Georgian facades all over the show, mm. largely untouched. Yeah, the, house, the stock of buildings is incredible. Is in, incredible, and mm. one of the reasons that Newport and Ride were successful with um, funding for the Heritage Action Zones was exactly that. They're both premier examples mm. of, 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 of beautiful market towns, you know, in, in, in the UK. And... Wadhams is, is, is part of that streetscape, is mm-hmm. part of that. So when we looked at our investments, we looked at the potential of the space and then we've invested probably much more than we could have done to bring a building that's super well insulated and well considered for its, its uh, standing in that net zero framework. So in terms of, sort of energy efficiency... It's it's right up there, isn't it? Yeah, but we, you know, um, you will have heard that the most economic thing that you can do with any building is 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 fabric first, is the insulation, it's getting the basics mm. right, and then we then you layer on ventilation and energy systems, and yeah, we've 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 done that work behind the scenes so mm-hmm. that we're bringing a building up to date, an old building, an old. Because I guess old buildings weren't insulated. I guess no one thought way. about it. No, yeah. it wasn't a thing. So you know, our old building stock is is capable of being insulated, but there is you know heavy investment ultimately needed. Um, and for commercial landlords, it's super important to start thinking about that because the government will start to turn the screws on right. opportunity, especially with education funding. 
Is that right? Very interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Well, no, it's, you know, the, the fact that the building is going to be economical to run is okay. really, really important. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this, I, I don't know how much you want to talk about it, but you put your own money into this. Yeah, this, this is, a if you want, a privately funded um, investment. Um, and, you know, regeneration is a word that, we've all heard, it tends to be synonymous with a perception that the private sector, uh, the public sector are leading it and often is led with grant opportunities. But this project is a co-created project between Platform One and and ERMC and, and, and my family actually, because we want to show that we can take a building, a brownfield building in the centre of town and start that process and it's not just something that um, can be done from a public sector perspective. So it's to inspire other landlords in Newport or other towns around the country yeah. to say, hey look, you can do this. To reframe and actually, you know, we speak, I do through my day job speak to many landlords and the appetite for change is definitely there and it won't, you know, I think it's, it's, it, it's going to be an interesting phase. I mean, I guess there is a perception of evil landlords being that all they're interested in is the money. So what's their incentive for... I mean, that one perception may be wrong. Or two, what's their incentive for making a building that's more net zero? Um, There's there's no doubt that um, there's been a underinvestment by commercial landlords over the last 50 years um, in towns like Newport Ride, mm-hmm. Ventnor. But that said, I, would, I wouldn't call the landlords evil. No. Um, they, they take long <laughs> leases yeah. with retailers who potentially are part of that picture. But mm-hmm. actually the government's put uh, a route map in place and said if you own a building, whether it's your home, whether it's your factory, whether it's anything in between, um, you will be needing to improve that to maintain you know, its viability. So I think landlords are engaging with that, they're looking at their yields, they're recognising the need to invest, and they're understanding things like, I saw one of the shops just across the road from us has done doing some really good work about making smaller units where they were a larger right. space. And that improves the diversity of the townscape. Mm. So I genuinely believe if you look at Newport in 2024, with the activity that's going on, mm-hmm. it's going to start to really change. I mean, this idea of mixed use within towns, there, there was a period where it was just about retail. I guess that was the fast fashion world coming mm-hmm. up at that point mm-hmm. as well, wasn't it? Um, and then it was just pile my selling cheap, sort of flogging stuff off. But mixed use within an area makes total sense because community the, then, isn't the it? town building community yeah. yeah and it's alive all day and all night yeah. one not of just our, an area that is sealed for one mm, thing and then one of the drives that we really i'm really passionate about is bringing the community in to see what we're doing as well so that's why having the retail space on the first floor is so key and it's it's not going to be something that is always the same the idea is that space changes throughout the sort of time that we have it and you know there will be times where the community come in for events things like mending workshops and kind of 
kind of donation sort of events and for them to see so we can share the space, mm. but also then to do things like pop-up shops and also we'll be selling stuff that we make on the course as well. So yeah, the idea that. is it's got lots of uses as well. It's not kind of, it doesn't stay the same. Mm. Where you were describing before the students leaving is sort of, I saw that as the energy of the youthful exuberance yeah. mm-hmm. leaving the building, but then pulling in the public. And also and mi- them, mixing them. The yeah, so I mean, I've done quite a bit of work in the past with um, groups like the Isle of Wight Embroiderers, who a lovely group of ladies who I've brought in and they've worked really closely with my students. And when you see those two kind of generations mixed together mm. on something that they've got a shared interest in it's amazing mm. so that's something that I'm quite passionate about doing going forward yeah it's sort of relearning those old skills I yes guess, definitely yeah people have had decades of experience of doing stuff yeah they can make a valuable contribution and then and quite feel... often their grandma will be able to do it but their mother can't right. which is really interesting so mm. you've got kind of You've got almost mit, like skipped a generation in terms of like the handicrafts. Yeah, yeah, and I, mean, I guess everyone, everything's just going to be more small scale from now on. We've we've been drunk on the idea of a surplus of everything. Mm. We now have to live it within our means. I think it will be small scale to start with, but once like systems are in place, then it, they'll scale up those ideas and they'll scale them up so that you will have. I, I still see that there will be like high street stores um, that diversify. So I still see that there will be companies like Primark, but only if they diversify and kind of keep up with, with the need for change. And if they don't, then they will eventually go out of business because you always still need to have a cheap clothing offer. You've got to have that. But it's just how where that is and how, how we do it without breaking the system and obviously breaking the planet. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I think it's just at the moment we're at the beginning of it, which is why it's so exciting for this building, for the Isle of Wight and for the students to have this here. Mm. Because we're at the beginning of a really exciting sort of journey. And I'm very much positive about that and not negative um, because there's you know, there's young people that can help change and they're keen to do it, so we're kind of facilitating that. We've got this amazing framework of excellence around what Ellen MacArthur's foundation is doing, um, what Platform One are doing, um, some of your colleagues, there's different things popping up in town where there's makers and yeah, really interest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shout out to the Holyrood at Street because mm. you know there's some amazing stuff going on you know, yeah. around Holly, Holyrood, around fashion and mm. sustainability, all sorts of really exciting stuff going mm. on. On on that note, Hannah, right now needs oh, to go. Sorry, I've got oh, to go. Ellen, Ellen, okay, Ellen, nice to meet you. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, we'll have to stay in contact with stuff as yes, well. Yes, definitely. I, I mean, as I said, follow the, the journey because it's definitely going to be huge. social media. Yes. Follow. Yeah. Do people do still use that? I don't know. Do they? Definitely. <laughs> Instagram. So Instagram, he wants okay. sustainable fashion. There we go. Follow and us. And Hannah's, Hannah's now off to meet with the Ellen MacArthur Foundation. No, they've been already. Oh, they've been this morning. Yeah. Oh, right. okay. Which is fantastic. Excellent. So we've had a busy day. Yeah. Okay, nice Great to meet stuff. you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, okay. So, I, I mean, that idea of you... Believing in change, Sarah. I'm talking to you here, by the way. And but when I was saying evil landlords, you can see my air quotes on the audio. <laughs> the you believing in change and 
actually sinking your money into something to show that can happen. It's, it's quite brave. Well, I, I think I believe in um, regional context. I think it doesn't matter you whether you... What that means? I don't know if I know what it means yet, but I'll try. <laughs> I, I think if you... We've looked at the importance of where our food comes from. When we go out to eat on the island, we see that the, uh, you know, the, 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 the meat or the veg has come from a local source. We get that now. We value that. And I think, actually, if you extend that thought process across your whole the parameters of your life, then your relationship with, you know, what you wear and how important the providence of the fabric that you choose is. Um, and then as an investor, if I be so bold as call myself that, then why would I take a non-geographic investment? Why would I do that? Why, if I believe in a regional democracy, then I need to bring my investment much closer to home so that the benefits of that investment are mm. seen within my own community. Mm. And so, yeah, I mean, if yields are your only driver, then good luck. But mm. actually, life is much more colourful and validating than that. So for me, um, you know, I work professionally within built environment sector and have done so much uh, work over the years around um, projects on the Isle of Wight and further afield but on the Isle of Wight and so actually for me it felt important and actually you know I have peers that I was at school with in Newport who run businesses in and around Newport who are doing exactly the same thing right just they're not on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's really encouraging, isn't it? That I guess people who've had some success in business and then have some money available, that then reinvesting locally is... It, it can't not be appreciated or hailed as a good thing. I mean, the, the interesting thing about the, like, the commitment <clears throat> of um, Sarah and her family <clears throat> in actually making this a reality... The, the, this is prime space. It's a beautiful, beautiful space. And it would have been very easy to see it turn into some sort of chain. And, and, and when we first came into the building, you know, it's four floors, two of those floors completely not utilised. You know, almost really one of them storage, the, the very top floor, a kind of derelict space, you know, which is beautiful, beautiful space now. And um, that the reality of this building it would have become, you know, something that the high street is used to, you know, um, and the two top floors would have remained empty. Right, yes, that's interesting. So, actually, the vision from Sarah and her team, and that connects with Platform One and the creative work of Platform One and the opportunity to be able to to grow the higher education offer on the island... Um, and have something that's super unique to the island. And, and, and I think this is something as well that the, the Isle of Wight is very, and forgive me everybody for saying this, but there is a tendency to celebrate failure. And, and actually, I, I think we have to start celebrating what is really, really positive. Mm -hmm. you know? um, and actually, Platform One's results and kind of you know, 
graduates, it speaks for itself, you know, um, and it's theirs, you know, this is theirs, it's, it's part of who they will be. Um, and the building and the vision from Sarah and her team to actually realise how fundamental this is in terms of regeneration, education, but also the legacy for young people on the island. Mm. But this does not exist anywhere else in the UK. No, doesn't it? No. <laughs> same, same, with our, same with our music programme. It doesn't exist. There's different versions, but we don't play bums on seats. It's personalised learning. It's about the individual and that individual's journey. Always has been, always will be. And um, to start this is just super exciting. And um, you're bringing in students and talent from all across the country? Yeah, well, we, in terms of our music programme, because it's kind of obviously a lot more established, we have um, degree students from all over the UK um, and Europe. Um, the fashion, we've started with a cohort that are island residents, but okay. I know, but that, that was a timing thing. Yeah. Um, we're UCAS, which is the system for applying to university, is now open, and one student dropped into that, which is really early, because mm. it it's open until the end of January. Um, and so we will attract mainland students, but it's also really, really important that young people post 16 FE, sixth form, that there are opportunities to start, uh, mm. to study really bespoke, meaningful, local needs style higher education. That's really, really important. Mm. Um, and we're able to do that now both in commercial music and both in sustainable fashion. And we have an aspiration to grow that as we move forward. And that idea of those people then remaining, some of them, not all of them will remain, but some remain and maintain that vibrancy of, you know, the youth can't help but be vibrant, which is, you know, fantastically good, isn't it? And then that change that that brings to an area is really marked. Yes, uh, that is really important. And, and a lot of our graduates end up setting up enterprises, businesses, working on the Isle of Wight, working from the Isle of Wight. I mean, it's interesting, I spoke to a graduate yesterday who finished with us this academic year, who's just got a really amazing full-time job with a um, music industry label, and she's working from home. Really? Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. And it's an international company. Right. You know? So the, the creative industries have shifted so much. So if you don't... They, they, as I said earlier, are the pioneers. So if you don't educate them, give them the self-confidence, the resilience to be completely a creative mm. and set, set the agenda, um, then something's failed in the world of education. And uh, Platform One truly believes in that journey. It's really important. And, and, you know, this building is insane. It's lovely. It's amazing. It's interesting, we did a piece this morning about stainless games and how they're, I think, I think this last week was a story about them taking over the ground floor of a shop. That idea of bringing mixed use in again into, into the city, into the town. But the idea that they've then decided to, I think perhaps with your help, uh, Sarah, is to put back the frontage so it's not a faceless corporate plate glass there is bringing back and then paying for the tiles to be put down there. I just love that idea mm. of businesses saying, 
we're part of this. Yeah. And Stainless are a great example of huge advocates of Newport. They have a they have a young workforce, and that workforce des- love being in Central Newport. Would love to live, you know, in Central Newport, and they actually struggle to find accommodation right. um, close to the centre. But they're an amazing, again, global phenomenon. Mm. Um, one of our peers, uh, certainly, and you know, I don't. There's a bigger team, but one of our peers, Matt. Matt. Mm-hmm. Same school year as yeah. you and I. Right. So, what was this? Well, who else? We ought to have a chat about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to discuss that here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was there some sort of flow of something into the water that year? Well, I don't, I don't know, but I sort of you know catch up with our 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 year group, and it's amazing what mm-hmm. we've achieved, and it shows something about. The magic that the right things happening at the right time on the Isle of Wight can create. Right. Actually, you know, you can go back further if you look. We created some of the best engineers across the globe from cows and from the Isle of Wight. It's something about the resilience of an island and how excellent we create some of the best. You know, back in the through poetry and verse and the written word. The poets, you know, mm. we created some amazing magic on the island then. So I, there is something mm. exceptional and magic about the island. And I think what Platform One are doing is going to create that next epoch. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, absolutely. And I, I think, I mean, what Platform One's done for music on the island is, you know, I take a massive pride, you know, pride in that you know, for the students because, you know, the, the success out of Platform One as this kind of very boutique, very small, independent college um, is unbelievable. And, mm. and I think the same will happen with fashion. They will, and, and the synergy, I mean, it's interesting you mentioned Stainless Games because we actually work with Stainless Games. They commission some um, commercial briefs for us for the students. Which on is, the music side? Yeah, on the oh, music wow. side. So, okay, you know, and that composing for games is... It's on a mammoth side yeah. of the music industry, right. and I, th- I think the synergy between sustainable fashion, between well, well, all of it, you know, all of it, really, um, games development, mm. you know, um, commercial music, the the sustainable fashion thing, and and th- the course design will cross over, so there will be links with Artifact Festival, which we're massively involved with, you know. The styling of bands, which is in an enormous part, you know, right. somewhere where creatives can right. kind of feel part and of buzz from each other as well. Yeah, because yeah. They, it, it, creativity is an energy, and, and that's the great thing about this building. I don't think we'll ever have to switch the heating on <laughs> because they, it has this, yeah. you know, it has this energy, uh-huh. and, and the building will absorb that and it will reflect it, and um, and. I, and I think that's so, so important for... The, well, that is what regeneration is. Yeah. yeah and, um, and, you know, we're going to be looking at events out in the square, you know, connecting everything together, you know, working in partnership with some really key people, you know. So, very exciting. Watch this space. Mm. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, and... You know, the, the Isle of Wight walks past this building the whole time. So yeah. the idea of drawing them in and they can look from the outside, look through the windows and then be brave and come in as well once the space is open. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a fantastic exchange. 
thank you very much for your time. Much thank appreciated. You so much. Thank, thank you. you. Lovely to meet you at last. <laughs> thank you for everything you do. Thank you.